Hey everybody, hope everyone's doing well. This is Steven Acevedo, and this is your show, your body, your mind on this journey called life. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today. Um, <clears throat> I like talking about uh, loving yourself, building yourself, and growing, learning, and improving your life, your situation, your body, your mind, and the you know everything that encompasses you, so you can live a happy, healthy life, a fulfilled life, um, with uh, good memories, joy, and accomplishing those goals that you want to tackle in your life. That's kind of my, my thing, right? That's what I do, because I do that for me, and I'm actively working on that every day, um, every waking hour. But um, as you know, I am a firearms instructor, and I teach people how to save lives using these tools that are designed to save lives. And But I have to talk about this, right? We had a tragedy in our country, in the state of Maine, um, a week ago or so. And uh, and I, I watched the news and all the narratives going on. And let me start off by saying, my heart breaks for the families who lost their lives. Um, they had a full life to live. It's not fair that someone decided to end their life and do bad stuff. You know, that's horrible. And, um, you know, my hugs to those families. I'm sorry that this happened to you. I'm sorry for the people who are not here. And um, it's not fair. And I don't wish that I'm my worst enemy. So with that said, let's talk about what really happened right? and, and, and why um, this is important. So what fact? Uh, a mentally ill person takes a firearm and goes into a bowling alley and shoots a bunch of people. And uh, I think up to this point, 18 people have lost their lives. And again, big hugs to the family. Sorry this happened to you. I don't wish this on anybody. But that's a fact. Um, I was looking at the news, just getting some information. And I got something on my, you know, in turn on your computer, you get the news on your search engine there. And this particular search engine had 10 slides regarding the incident. And the first slide says Joe Biden, our active current president, um, Joe Biden demands gun control, um, demands action for gun control. And then the next slide is he's telling everybody to meet halfway, meet me halfway. We got to put this comprehensive gun control and ban these bunch of guns and all that stuff. Then he goes on the next slide says. Um, the shooter was a firearms instructor and like a reservist active and and then the next slide says something to the effect that the governor of Maine, you know, is investigating and heartfelt apologies to the families and stuff. And then the next one, like Biden is t uh, telling Maine to you know, tighten up the gun stuff and all that stuff. The next one goes by, the next slide is uh, Stephen King, uh, uh, author, if you're not sure, he's a great author of uh, fictional books, you know, he's a storyteller, and a lot of his books became movies, and he's a resident of Maine, uh, Billy Bangor, and that's okay, he could do that, he could live there, if that's where he chooses to live, not a problem with that, uh, but he goes on and says, we gotta get rid of these killing machines, and goes on and kind of bashes guns a little bit on that slide. And there's 10 slides like it, like this, all bashing guns, all, you know, asking for, we got to get rid of these guns to keep people safe. 
In the very last slide, the last sentence says, this person, again, I'm not going to say his name because I don't validate people's names that do bad things because um, it's, it's not the goal, right? But the very last sentence in this last slide said, in the summer of 2023, he was admitted into a mental institution be because of claims of hearing voices and threatening to shoot up the base where he uh, does his reserve stuff. Two weeks, he was in a mental institution because he was hearing voices and he threatened to shoot up the base. Now, I don't know about you, but that's a warning. That is clear as day. He's hearing voices and he's telling you that he wants to go shoot up people in a base. That is the summer of 2023. And let's really think about that. That's a couple months ago. Um, we're, we're in November now. This happened late October. Um, so two months ago, you know, somewhere in August, uh, July, August. We knew that he was hearing voices and that he was threatening to shoot up his base. And I'm not sure what happened with those reports, but someone knew. Someone knew and he was still able to do it. The next thing I hear is that his family had called the police saying, you guys have to intervene. Um, he's going to hurt himself or hurt others. And nothing was done. He was still able to do this. So, mayday, mayday, warning, warning. He has a mental problem and he's thinking about shooting up a base. So clearly he's telling you he wants to hurt himself and hurt others. And we have failed everybody. We failed those 18 people who lost their lives by not acting on this information. And we do that all the time. Um, but eight, 10 slides, 10 slides of information bashing guns, saying the guns are the problem. Let me tell you, I promise you, none of those guns this man used had an agenda, had ill feelings towards anybody. They're just tools, like any tool in your toolbox. If you smash your finger with your hammer, let me tell you, that hammer didn't plan on smashing your finger. That was a human error, your error, and you smashed your finger. Now, the guns this man used, they were not emotionally involved in this. They were just tools. They're just hammers. They have no feelings on this part. It's the person who did this horrible thing, right? But like I mentioned earlier, 10 slides, excuse me, 10 slides of the president, the governor, and the news bashing firearms and how we should take them away from you and I, law-abiding citizens. Um, mind you, granted, if there's a mental issue, I totally 100% agree that person should not have access to firearms and that person needs to get the help they need because they're going to find a way to hurt themselves, right? Um, we've seen it all the time um, because it's a mental health problem that we're, we're in the middle of, but we're not addressing it. We are um, blaming inanimate objects. And you heard me say this before. The minute you take responsibility for yourself is the minute you can start making change, right? But the minute, if you continue blaming somebody else for your problems, you will never change and you will never fix your problems, right? So we agree on that. That's just math. That's fundamental. And that's personal, right? And whatever it is, like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, 
I'm, I'm overweight because, you know, someone always cooking this stuff. No, no one's making you eat it. You have to decide. I have to take control, personal inventory over myself and control my mouth. And not put the stuff in my mouth. And then, therefore, you can control your health and your body and all that stuff, right? Um, we agree on that. Now, back to the point. Mental health is a problem that we're facing in this country. And when we don't address it, you will see things like this mass shooting in Maine. Um, but you'll also see other things, you know, people driving their van with their children into the water um, and, and annihilating their family. That's a mental health problem. That person was crazy. Um, but we're not doing anything about it. In fact, for, you know, if you're offended by this, my apologies, but we're, we're letting people with mental illness out there and we're feeding into their narrative. Narrative. We're letting them make us believe in they're crazy. So now, you know, I identify as this, I identify as that. Mind you, if you're a, a well, healthy, you know, adult and you, what you do in your bedroom is your business, but I don't need to know about it and do what you do in your, as long as you don't hurt uh, women and children and, 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 or anybody else and you're a consenting adult, what you do is your business. Now, forcing me to believe what you believe or, you know, that, that's, you're infringing on my rights. Do you, I will do me. But we're, we're trying to, like, make make believe. And um, and that's a problem. And again, I'm not against what your lifestyle. What I'm against is you forcing it down people's uh, throat. Like, I believe how I believe, right? And, and I, I believe in God the way I believe, but I don't force that down anyone's throat. It is my personal belief, and I, and it's personal to me. It's my relationship with God, right? And that's how I believe it. Now, you don't have to agree with me. You don't have to believe how I believe, but guess what? You have every right to believe how you want to. Now, it's when you impose your belief on me that there's a problem, right? So, I, you know, not to get carried away on this, let's just go back to focus, Mental health is a problem in our country, not guns. This person was mentally ill. We knew about it two months ago, three months ago, and we did nothing about it. We let this person go with this problem not being helped. And because he was not helped, it manifested in the most tragic way possible where he hurt people and ultimately killed himself two days later. The two days part, that's kind of, well, they, you know, they say he killed himself two days later or they found him two days later. Um, that's, that's the unusual part for me because normally, if you look at history, any mass shooting event done by a single person, and that's usually how it happens, that's a crazy person, a mentally ill person who's doing that. And I, of course, they'll blame the guns and the media and everybody will feed you. It's the gun problem. It's a gun problem. It's a mental health problem. If you don't identify the true issue, you will never fix it. So if you keep on taking guns away from people, you're still not fixing the problem. They will drive their van into the water with their families. They will drive their van into a crowd. They will burn buildings with people in it. People will do bad things because um, they're mentally ill. And so we need to start helping people um, with those mentally mental health issues, um, take them serious and give them the help they need. I'm not saying lock them up and throw them away. No, let's help these people so they're not a danger to themselves and others. But we don't do that. 
we love to just kind of blame inanimate objects. We don't want responsibility for our actions. And uh, we blame other things. And if we blame other things, it's not my fault. You know, it's, it's your fault because you own a gun. No. Guns are tools that save lives. Ask every police officer. They put one on every day to go out there. Their job is to go out there and serve and protect. And that's where they use those tools to serve and protect. And that's why we have these tools to serve, to protect ourselves and our family. Um, and yes, on occasion, there's a mental uh, health issue and a person does a horrible thing. But we, we know about them. Let, let's just be honest. All of these mass shootings that we've seen happen lately in the media loves to put them on the on the news and put it in your face and tell you it's the gun's fault it's the gun's fault we have a gun epidemic a gun epidemic no we have a mental health problem two months ago they knew this man was hearing voices and wanted to shoot up his base tell me what we did apparently absolutely nothing and 18 people are no longer with us because of that and even today, the news is going on about how gun control this and we need to ban that and this and that. Stop it already. Open your eyes. See the truth. We have a mental health problem. I am a firearms instructor. I teach people to be responsible, safe gun owners. To use these tools to protect themselves and their families. And yes, you could use it for other things from hunting, competition, sport, collecting. We have a rich history of firearms here. It birthed our nation. Look it up. We use muskets against the best military power of the planet, not being a military, to birth our great nation. These tools protect your freedoms. So you can have an opinion, so you can worship the way you want to worship, believe how you want to believe, raise your family how you want to raise your family. It protects your freedom, because to be honest with you, if we didn't have these firearms, our government will tell you what to eat, will tell you how to dress, will tell you how to worship, will tell you what to do. That is not freedom. Look around the planet. You can see what's happening to people. Um, that are not truly free. In fact, we're the ones going around the planet intervening all the time, trying to help these people. That that governments are, are overstepping and, and crushing their people. Don't kid yourself. The fact that myself and 100 million Americans own firearms keep you and I, the people, in charge of our country. And I'm not saying go to the White House with pitchforks and and or the governor's mansion with your firearms that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about you need to be a responsible safe gun owner to remind the people we elect to represent us not to lead us to represent us because you i we the people are the leaders of this country but we have to act like it and stop being fed these false narratives open your eyes pay attention this is your life this is your country you have to make it and preserve it and keep it the best one you have, the best life you live, the best country to live in so you can exercise your freedoms. And people say, you don't need guns for that and all that stuff. Really? Look at look at the planet when people don't have ways to, to control the government. The government tells them what to do, how to do it. They stick you in, in fenced in areas and put stuff in your body and, 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 and 
ration your food. You, it happens all the time. Just because you're not experiencing it right now doesn't mean it's happening. That you're being conditioned to believe that um that oh this is bad and we get it away we'll be better. No, they take it away. You be controlled. My heart breaks for these families, but you have to open your eyes to see the truth. This is a mental health problem. Single person is usually a crazy person when we're talking about mass shootings. Bad people go in groups. Crazy people go by themselves. Look at mass shootings in our country. They're usually done by a single person. That's a crazy person. And look, look at the history. Every mass shooting that we've had has been a mentally ill person. But how's, how's the media and how's our politicians react? They blame guns. Don't kid yourself. They're trying to take your guns away so they can control you. Right now, a third of us have firearms. And believe it or not, you, I, we the people, we are the biggest military of the planet. The United States citizens um, are the biggest military of the planet. We're not organized, that's for sure. Um, and we don't recognize that we are the, the biggest military in the planet. And... Um, and you have to see it that way. Because remember, you're the boss. And when you're in charge, that means that's good to be in charge. But it also means you have to roll up your sleeves and take charge and have happen what you want to happen. Meaning, vote better. Speak your mind. Write a letter. Pick up the phone. Tell your politicians what you want to happen. Because they're representing you, not leading you. You are the boss. You don't need a boss. But you have to act like a boss. Don't let them feed you this false information all the time. And I'm not telling you to listen to me. I'm telling you open your eyes and pay attention for yourself. Open your eyes see what's really happened. Do some homework for yourself. Look at mass shootings in our country. Single person, usually mental health behind it. But look how we react. We spend a bazillion dollars taking guns away from our citizens. Uh, our citizens. Right? And blaming the guns on these problems. Meanwhile, we start giving guns to all these other countries around the planet so they could do stuff to their people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We left a bazillion dollars over there in Afghanistan, right? And and let me tell you that those things are filtering to other countries because they're selling them, making money on them. And, and all of a sudden, look, this, uh, Israel was attacked uh, with stuff. Mm-hmm. I wonder where they got that stuff. I'm not a conspiracy person. I'm going to open my eyes and, and smell the coffee person, right? Um, form your own opinions, but open your eyes. Don't eat everything they feed you. Open your eyes, see what's really happening. This person in Maine, mentally ill. We knew about it. We failed him first. And in failing him, we failed 18 humans who are no longer with us. 18 families who are devastated, a state that's been rocked, a country that's been rocked by this violent act that this mentally ill person committed on us, the people. Open your eyes, my friends. Pay attention. Firearms are tools to save lives. Responsible gun ownership is something you should exercise. Firearms keep you, I, in charge. Look at history. Disarming the people is never a good idea because then people start telling you what to do. You can't tell people what to do, but you also can't be told what to do. You're a free person. Act like one.
as you can tell, I'm very passionate about this subject matter, but um, I don't want to beat your ear up too much. Just remember, folks, you are in charge of your destiny, your life, this journey we call life, and you have to write your own story. And, and you can control the things around you as best as you can. You, I, we, the people are in charge of our country, and we should act that way and do the right things for our country. And taking firearms away from us is not the answer. Um, but again, open your eyes, do your own homework, form your own opinions, and be the boss. But you know how I am. I'm about building people up and, uh, and giving you small life hacks so you can improve your situation, your health, your, your mindset, and your life. Um, and that's not different today. I'm going to do that. I'm going to, I'm going to refocus our brain and get us, uh, to that track, right? So change, um, improving your situation. How do we do that? It starts by making a decision and that's an internal decision. External is one thing, but this is the real secret to change or improving is making that internal decision. The, the minute you decide, change has already begun. It's just about guiding that change, right? Guide that change to make the improvement in you. Whatever it is you're seeking to improve in your life, first step is to decide. Make the decision. Get tired of being sick and tired. If your life isn't what it's supposed to be, if you don't feel the way you want to feel, if you don't look the way you want to look, um, make this change. Make a decision. But let it be a positive one. And then do everything in your life towards that goal, that end game, whatever that change you want for you. Decide it first. That's half the battle. But making a decision with no action is fruitless, meaning you'll get no accomplishments there. So you first must see your success, see your change, and then implement things to make that change. Never dwell on the failure, right? You know, um, I told you early on in one of these episodes that I have a, I have a bunch of failed experiments, but I laugh about them and I rejoice in them. Why? Because they're not failures. There's just opportunities to learn and improve my situation. And um, as long as I take something out of it, I learn something and just made me better. Knowledge is, is power, right? And so never dwell on your failure. Dwell on what you take from it. The learning, the learning uh, opportunity from whatever it is you want to do. But remember, all battles start with the decision. The victory start with the decision. But you have to put that into action. So decision is the, the word I want to start off with this. Make the decision to change, improve, better your situation, your life, your finances, your, your family, your health, um, your, your emotions, whatever that might mean. Decide. And that means you have to accept the fact that you are worth um, fighting for, that you are worth the change that you're trying to do. You deserve it. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be strong. You deserve to be healthy. You deserve to laugh and smile and love um, and be loved. Know that you're worth it. Deserve it.
So decide and know that you deserve it and then start putting things into play to accomplish those changes. See your success. Manifest it. In your mind's eye, see what you want to do, see what you want to be, and start doing that. Believe it and start putting things into play. I, I kind of like, I love the brain, right? To me, the brain is a marvelous thing. This gray matter, this jelly inside your skull, it's such a wonderful place to be in. And I always talk about my brain. You know, my brain tells me, right, kind of thing, like a third part, party. Um, but you have to program your brain to your success, right? What you say is what you believe, and what you believe is what will become. So if you say, I'm a loser, guess what's true? You're losing, right? So don't say that. You have to build yourself up because you've. if you expect other people to build you up, you're wrong. You have to build you up first. So self-talk um, in a positive way. I, for me, there's a Bible verse that I hang on to dear life to. It is, I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And again, that's for me. If it helps you, God bless you. That's for you. But for me, is that tells me I'm invincible. Because the one that's with me and in me is bigger than anything. Creator of heaven and earth. So what can I not do? As long as it's for good, because my father, and this is me, but my belief, right? Um, God um, is a good God. So if I put my mind to do something good, and if that good will benefit me and humanity, I believe God will back it. And so success is uh, the answer. But if it's not God's will and it's not going to be good for me or humanity, God won't back it. And that's when I sometimes can fail. And that's okay. So I have to re reanalyze, readjust, and see how it benefits me and, and, my, and mankind. And that's where I get my strength from. Um, but it's a self-talk. You know, I believe I could do all things. Through God who strengthens me. That's the line I hang on to for dear life. But it starts with I believe. Right? Um, and the verse doesn't go that way. The verse goes, you can. It's an affirmation. It's a promise. And, and um, I'm telling you, I believe in that promise. But that's what I believe in. But I'm telling you, believe in you. Program your brain to whatever it is you want. So self-talk. You can do this. You can, you know, uh, have success at work. You can have success in family. You can have success in health by putting the things that you need to do into play. And you can do it. Other people have done it. What makes you different? Believing is what makes you different. You have to believe in your success. In your success. You have to see your success. Manifest it. Live it. Walk like you already won the race. And you will win the race. Right? Of whatever that project is for you. Um, and you must tell yourself that because if you tell I can't do this and then you have self-doubt you, you will actually do that your brain Will do whatever you tell it to do I think about it One point in history someone says we're going to space And we did it At some point in history someone says we're gonna land on the moon And we did it At some point in time someone says we're gonna go to Mars And we sent some stuff over there that brain of ours, if you believe in something, you can do it. You can accomplish it. In fact, there's something else in Scripture, right? Not to get preachy on you or, or anything, but in Scripture says, um, you know, 
if you believe it, you can do it. And um, at one point in, in, in scripture, there's a, they were building a tower to go to space, right? And uh, and the people were building this tower to go to space because it's like, we're going to get up there, see what's up there, see what's in heaven. And uh, scripture says that God at that point kind of gave everybody different languages, right? To get them a little bit disorganized because his promise is if you believe it, you can do it and you can do all things to Christ if it's for good. At that point in, in time, it wasn't going to be for good, right? It was just to be boastful. And so um, he gave everyone different languages, communication and stuff. Anyway, that's the Bible story. Um, but the point still stands. If you believe it, you can do it. But that change will only happen first by believing it, but backing it up with action. So you have to have an action plan for your success. You have to write the script, write your story. You know how it begun. You know how it's ultimately going to end. But the journey from the to the ending is the one you control. Write that story. Write your story. Um, don't let your life just be a life that you just was part of. Let your life to be a life that people talk about. It's legendary. Like, man, I want to be like you, whoever you are. Um, you want your friends to say, man, you got it going on. How do you do this? I want you to inspire people not to be, to be bragging and stuff, but I want you to live the life that you want to live. And when people see that skipping your step, it's contagious. They're like, man, that guy's so happy. Look at that girl. She has so much success in her career. She's always smiling. Because let me tell you, winning does something to you. But you have to set up yourself to win and you have to have a plan of action. Live the best life you can. Enjoy this life we have. See, that's the thing about depression, right? Um, that's people who are sad, who feel that are not worthy to be happy, and um, and they're comparing themselves to other people. Um, you can't compare yourself to other people. You are you, but live the best version of you you can and improve you. If you get 1% better, you've improved you. And mind you, you might, your bank account not, might not be like Elon Musk or anything like that, but so what? Is that happiness? No, just improve your bank account. A little bit than it was yesterday. That's an improvement. That's in a step in the right direction, right? But if your bank account goes into a deficit, that's in the wrong direction, right? So what does that mean? I'm just talking about finances for two seconds, just to use math, because I like math. I'm very, I'm a very logical person, um, and uh, also a very emotional person, right? So I know how to do, uh, separate the two. So. That means you might have to work an extra hour or take an extra shift or, or create a side hustle, you know, uh, make some crafts or do a service to make that little extra money or, or take a job delivering pizza just a little bit just to get yourself out of the red. Whatever plan of action you need to do, do it. But don't say, whoa, it's me and my bank account's in the red. Figure that stuff out. Just uh, uh, crying about it ain't changing. Recognize there's a problem. Having a plan of action and taking action on that plan is what changes stuff. Get mad. Get fired up. Whatever it means. But do the right things for you. Live the life worth living. Live a life that someone says, man, that was an awesome life that guy lived. Or, you know, they went and climbed Mount Everest or they hiked the Appalachian Trail or they wrote a book or they, they learned to swim. You know, I just I love inspirational stories, right? Because 
I try to look at people's brain. There's this young man, he's a high school kid, and he was born with no legs. And um, and he got on the basketball team. Imagine that. Yes, um, you know, he had wheelchairs and stuff, but he doesn't use them. He kind of walks the way he walks with his arms and stuff. He goes around, and he, he tried out for the basketball team. And you say, why not this, you know, the one with the wheelchair? He says, no, that's too easy. That's what he said. And I'm admiring this young man, and he's a young man. He's a teenager. You know, life dealt him a, a, a set of cards that he's playing. He was born with no legs. And he will tell you, and this is a, a news uh, report I saw, and I, and I like these kind. This young man says, I didn't do the wheelchair basketball league because it's too easy. He joined the regular, well, he tried to join, he tried out for the team, and he made it. And, uh, and, he, and he, I think he just shot one of the, the, the winning scores in one of the last games of the season or something like that. And it was a three-pointer from the outside, and he did it. And he dribbles the way he dribbles, and he plays with his team, and he, he intercepts the ball all the time. I'm not a sports guy, as you can tell, but he steals the basketball from the other team and hands it to his players, you know, his team. What I love about the story is that in his mind, he says, I want it to be hard because I can do it. This young man believes in himself. He's not, oh, whoa, it's me. I was born without legs. He believes it, and he does it. He joined the regular basketball team in his high school. Hats off to you. I wish I knew your name. I don't want to misquote it. Um, but awesome for you, young man. Keep on doing it. Believe in yourself because this is for us. If you don't believe in you, who will? Believe in you first. Have the plan. Make the decision. Add, put a plan of action into action. Don't just write it down and let it live there. Write it down and check them off. You know, my most uh, successful days or days that I accomplish more projects, you know what I do? I put them on my whiteboard, all the things I want to accomplish today. And I just use it as a punch list, like, check, got this done. All right, I got to do that. All right, let's do it. Bam, 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 done. Checked off the list. And at the end of the day, when I see all the check marks on my board of all the things that I accomplished that I set off to do, man, that's the best feeling in the world. Like, yes, winning. All these projects that I had on my list are forwarding my uh, success in this journey called life. Write your story. Be the captain of your ship. Be the boss of your life. Be the boss of your country. Remember that? It's important. And then do stuff to improve others, help others. Because let me tell you, when you have success for yourself, it's awesome. But when you help people and you hear their their joy, and I'm talking about children in particular, that's my, my cup of tea. I help kids. I help families. Um, in fact, this week, we're going to be going on a mission trip. We're going to Guatemala, and we're going to be working in an orphanage. And this year, we have slotted to build five houses in a local community, hopefully trying to keep people, families together so p kids don't end up in an orphanage. Um, how awesome is that, right? And this is not about me. Don't hear me pounding my chest like, this is what I'm doing. No, this is what I'm part of. Yes, I am going there. I'm going to put feet on the ground to do these projects, but I'm going to represent everyone who's contributed, everyone who made a donation um, to this mission trip. 
That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to represent you out there. And if you can go put feet on the ground, do that. If that means you could volunteer in your local community for at the soup kitchen or at the, uh, you know, whatever league there or at the church or something. If you do something to help someone else, it helps you. It blesses you. You feel better about you because you're doing something better. You're changing the world. Um, and let me tell you, you can do it. You can make this place better for you. You can make your life better for you. Um, but it starts like in a circle, right? So let, watch the circle. The middle of the circle, that's you. If you improve your situation in your life, right, and the circle gets wider, now your family is in a better position and because uh, you're, you're, you're important and uh, you're contagious, your joy, your happiness, your success is contagious around your family and they start believing in themselves as well, right, your children, your spouse. If you believe in you, you're going to start talking that way and you start talking that way around your family. You ever heard families say negative stuff? You're stupid. You're an idiot. You're never going to do nothing. Why would you poison your family that way? Tell your family you're beautiful. You're wonderful. You could do anything you put your mind to. But believe it. Don't just, you know, fake it. Believe it. But talk to yourself that way first. Talk to your family that way second. And then your friends. And then your community. And your neighborhood. And you see how that circle gets wider and bigger and bigger. And when you're having a degree of success, start helping others. Because when you start helping others, man, you feel fantastic. Um, it, it, I can't describe it, but let me tell you. I promise you, when you help others... And you see the fruit of that help, it plays it pays dividends. Be the best version of you you can. Make a decision to improve you, improve you first, and help others. It pays dividends, I promise. Um, that's how you live a life worth living. And and this journey will be full of joy, happiness. There'll be troubles sometimes here, but you have the tools to win. You'll shake it off, get back up again, and win. And that's what we do. I didn't mention earlier, my fault, shame on me, but we have an email. The number one life, one mind, oh, sorry, start again. Uh, the number one mind, one life, one journey. I'm doing it all wrong. Let's start again. Let me write it down. See? See that? No big deal. Moving on. Let's make the correction. The email is, uh, what is it? One life, one mind. I still did it wrong. I better write it down. <laughs> uh, let me write it down here. One mind, one life. Oh, there it is. One body, one mind, one life at gmail.com. Holy smokes. That was really uh, awkward. Um, but that's the one. It's one body, one mind, one life at gmail.com. You can email me your comments, questions, concerns. And by the way, if you didn't know this, if I haven't said it before, I'm dyslexic. That's why I was having a hard time uh, spitting that out. One body, one mind, one life at gmail.com. Uh, they were switching in my brain. But guess what? Look at that. I'm dyslexic. So what? It has never slowed me down. I just grab it by the ears and move forward. Make the correction. Moving on. That's how it goes. So email me your comments, concerns. Let's talk together here on this journey. I'll report back on our mission trips, tell you how, how it went, the things we did, and uh, 
I like sharing those little the stories, and uh, we'll see what happens. It's going to be a great adventure. Make your adventures in your life. Uh, make positive memories with your family. Live the best life you can. This is Steve, and this is your show, Your Body, Your Mind, on this journey called life. Talk to you soon. Bye.